welcome to Whole Brain Teaching, the podcast. Join your host, Rhonda Arl and Laura Forehand. We want to help you as teachers reach your full potential by keeping you up to date with all the latest and best Whole Brain Teaching strategies. Whole Brain Teaching is a grassroots educational reform movement founded by Coach Chris Biffle, Jay Vanderfin, and Chris Rexstad. Whole Brain Teaching's goal is to create peaceful classrooms through orderly fun. To support the podcast, please like and share with other teachers. Thank you for listening and enjoy the podcast. And now, here are Laura and Rhonda. Welcome to Whole Brain Teaching, the podcast. I'm Rhonda Arlt, and I'm here with my Whole Brain Teaching bestie, my podcast co-host, Laura Forehand. Happy New Year, Laura. Hey, Happy New Year, Rhonda. I am so excited to be here with you as we start 2023. It is so hard to believe we have made it. (laughs) We've made it through another year. And um, this is kind of one of my favorite times because I love it when we can just get together and just chat. I love having our podcast guests. Um, but, you know, I miss this banter back and forth. We don't get to do it very often because we have so many exciting people that we want to get on the podcast. But I love having this time where we can just chat about whole brain teaching and, you know, how it's been going for us and what our hopes for. Um, so one thing I was thinking about before we started the podcast was part of 2022, you spent in the classroom, but in, in May, um, Mm -hmm. you officially retired. So, yeah. So how is that going? And, uh, you know, what do you love most about it? Well, to be honest with you, um, I do miss doing whole brain teaching, the teaching part in the classroom. I miss that. Um, all of the other things that teachers have to do day in and day out, I don't miss that at all. Mm -hmm. I was feeling kind of lost, um, there for a while. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I think the good Lord sent me back into school. I had to drop off some food and my secretary, she's like, Oh, go down, say hi to your friend. So I went down there just seeing the kids that I had last year was awesome. You know, they were excited to see me giving me hugs, but just seeing what my friend was doing. Day, you know, just the day in, day out stuff, seeing her computer open and everything going on with that. The kids doing, the, I mean, they were working in their centers perfectly, but just kind of gave yeah. me that anxiety again. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm glad I'm done. Right. Um, I gave 31 years to my district and I gave everything that I had. And I was to the point where, you know, I felt like I had no more to give and I needed to go on with this, this next chapter. So, and I think that is so important to realize, you know what I mean? Like sometimes it's hard. Like I, I noticed that, and I I don't know the circumstances, but I noticed like teachers that could retire, maybe, you know, should retire. I don't know, but they continue on and it, and it almost gets to a point, you know, where it's just not, it's just not fun for them anymore. So I, I think that's well, really I worry about education right now. Yeah. I mean, the teacher's I, I mean, I feel for you guys. I don't think, I mean, I see things not getting any better and I'm just glad that our listeners and you um, have whole brain teaching because I think it would be twice as hard to deal with some of the things that you guys are dealing with on a daily basis. And I'm hoping and praying that things kind of 
turn around again Mm -hmm. and get back on track the way they should be. But I think it's going to be a while and I worry about you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, it, it, even though it seems, you know, I don't know how you feel about this, but it is real, in my opinion, it's really nice to have those retired teachers out there who've been in the trenches, who can speak to now from the other side, right? From, from the retired aspect can still speak to the things that are happening in education and, you know, can push for, to make things better in education. You know, I think once we get out of the classroom, the school building doesn't necessarily mean that we're done um, trying to make education better. So, and I think that's what this podcast is all about. You know, we want people to know about whole brain teaching because we want to make education better, even though there are some really hard things about education right now. Absolutely. Yeah. So with this new school year starting, and there's a lot of um, new whole brain teaching strategies that we have in our back pocket. Mm-hmm. What have you tried this year that is working really well? I know I've seen posts with your color writing and stuff. So tell us about that. Yeah. So I would say probably that was a thing. And I know like part of me feels, oh, I hate to admit this, but, but also we're being transparent here and we're real right? We're just we're real teachers who are are grinding it out day in and day out. So I know color writing has been around for a while and I've, I've, I've done bits and pieces, but never really taken the color writing book that coach published and read it and did it from, you know, starting in chapter one kind of thing. And so this year I kind of resigned myself to the fact that I really wanted to do that because writing is it's really hard. Like, I don't know about you, Rhonda, but we don't really have a writing curriculum, so to speak. I mean, we kind of, kind of just pull from either our ELA resources or we find things on teachers pay teachers, or, you know, we're kind of just pulling from here, there and everywhere to make, you know, writing work. And so I was like, okay, I just really want to focus on one resource. And I thought, you know, let's, I'm going to do color writing. And I'm amazed that, I mean, I know this sounds silly because, you know, we've been doing these podcasts with coach and stuff like that. So we know him well, but it's like this color writing works and yeah. And it does make sense. And the thing is, um, I had a lot of kiddos that came in and they, they weren't writing on grade level. And so we've been going really slow, but the amount of progress I'm seeing is amazing. So, I mean, and you and I talk a lot, a lot about that, how, you know, we know there's a lot of stuff out there and we know, like you look at the color writing book and you want to go, okay, day one, I'm going to do chapter one, day two, I'm going to do chapter two. And it's like, you know, I I just told myself, you're going to go as slow as you need to go, because the goal is to get students writing and writing well And I can't do that if I'm forcing them to go beyond where they're able to. And so, yeah, I've really loved the color writing. I decided to kind of make these color writing journals, if you will. So I'm going to introduce those um, Wednesday when we go back. And uh, so I'll I'll keep you posted on how that's going. But yeah, um, I think, I mean, almost to the point where because you don't have a writing curriculum, it's allowing you to do that. What I struggled with when I did it is our reading um, curriculum 
was the writing as well. And they expected those second graders on their assessments to write these paragraphs. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I knew what coach made sense to start slow, but yet this other curriculum was where we had, you know, we're expecting complete sentences, you know, capitalization and punctuation, excuse me. But I mean, his, to me, his process that he's broken that down makes so much sense. And I wish I could have done it more um, fully than I could have, but I had to push him faster because of our other curriculum. And it's just crazy. Yeah. And that is the tricky part, right? When you've got these assessments that you have to get, I mean, we don't necessarily, we don't have that. I mean, I I gave a writing assessment at the end of our second quarter, just Mm -hmm. to see like who could write a triple whammy paragraph now and who was still able to write a triple whammy sentence and maybe who couldn't write a triple whammy sentence yet. Maybe they could still just write a single whammy sentence. So that was very telling for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say that, you know, when I did that, I, at first I felt a little, um, you know, bummed out about it because I was like, oh my gosh, I really thought like hundred percent of my kids were going to be writing triple whammy paragraphs. But then I really took a step back and I was like, okay, let's think about where they were at the beginning of the year. And a lot of them couldn't even write a single whammy sentence, let alone, you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. now they were writing triple whammy sentences. So there's growth there, right? There's improvement there. And the ones that could write a triple whammy sentence, at the beginning of the year can now write a triple whammy paragraph. So, you know, it just like any classroom. And I think that's the one thing that um, gets lost maybe a lot of times with um, certain resources that we, that we have to use um, is that they kind of put all kids on the, on a level playing field and that's not really fair. Right. Change from year to year with the group that you have come in too. So some might be further ahead, some might be further behind. So, right. Some other things, I mean, I know there are staples in your classroom are like scoreboard, super improver. So how has that been going? Really good. Um, We use scoreboard every day. Um, I kind of go back and forth between like using it all day to kind of then sometimes I use it with five minute, like these five minute bursts. Um, Mm kind of like coaches talked about. Um, So to kind of keep it where it's not just the same every single day, because I do think that, you know, kids kind of get get used to that. Um, So I I try to mix it up a little bit. Um, They love Super Improver. Super Improver never fails to um, astonish me. And the reason for that is because I mean, and you're you're laughing right now. No one can see us because we're on Zoom. But like you're shaking your head and you're agreeing because like the 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 level of effort that you will get for a silver star or to color in a star on that card is amazing i mean you know they get so excited about you know just they'll tell me you know i'll, I'll give them a star and they're just like mrs forehand i only need 10 more to level up or whatever mm-hmm. you know and and what do they get for leveling up what did your kids get for leveling up they could hit the red button to do like a half minute or 30 second celebration. Yep. Um, some of them, most of them wanted to, some of them, you know, of course chose not to, but right. I mean, it's just amazing that a little sticker could mean so much. And I mean, I even sometimes see in our whole brain teaching Facebook posts, what are they getting when they level, you know, it, 
you know, you shouldn't be buying anything. And oh, I think that's kind of what's wrong with our culture now is these kids is they have to have something. And that just proves that no, they don't. Right. And I mean, I liked how they even kind of worked together. If they knew someone was close and we said, you know, you can give your sticker away, that they would give it away. So you're building community and relationships that way. And if you haven't tried it, listeners, that would be a goal that I'd have you do for this second semester is try Super Improver. You'd be amazed. And I was hesitant to try it. Yeah. I didn't try it right away. And didn't you start it in the second semester? I thought maybe you started teaching, but I didn't do Super Improver until that next year because it freaked me out. I was like, how am I going to control this? How am I going to see this improvement? I mean, I was a nervous wreck about it. So I put that on the back burner and started it that first full year, but. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. Okay. Well, still anyway, I mean, that is a great, you know, uh, challenge to give our listeners, I think, because Super Improver, it's, it, it really is a game changer. It really is. Um, and so one thing I like to start in January are those trading cards. So, yeah. yeah and I think, was it Stephanie um, Metter that did a trading card podcast with us? So check that out. Yeah. I mean, there's new graphics out there too. So if you haven't printed some off, he's got, I really like the new ones. I was wanting, I would have liked to have gone with some of those new graphics that he had for trading cards, but didn't do it since it was my last year. I kept with what I had. I I get that. I get that. You know, some newer things that I'm, I'm also trying um, are, are, is Fiverr. So where they're at the door and they show me a one, two, three, four or five, the kids really like that. In fact, it's really funny because there was one morning before Christmas break that I was like scurrying around my classroom trying to get things ready. And I had like kids just standing at the door waiting for me, you know, because they just wanted to check in with me. So I really do like that. And I've done the cherry dice, probably not as often as maybe as recommended, but definitely as much as I can kind of squeeze into my day. Um, I do have things up for strong five and I want to really encourage our listeners to go back and listen to Andre Desatel with the strong five podcast. Cause it is very, very powerful. Um, yes. I have things up for that. We haven't been practicing it as much, but, but again, it's like, I, I think for me, um, and I don't know how you were in the classroom, but for me, it's like, I'm going to take one or two things. And I want to do that really, really well. So this year it was color writing and I would say Fiverr. Those things I want to do really, really well. And so then next year I can go, you know, okay, now let me add this in. So I don't know if that's how you were. I think that's important for listeners to understand because there is so much with whole brain teaching. We call them tools in the toolbox and there is so much. You're not going to be able to do it all at once anyway. Yeah. Kind of really, you have to kind of evaluate what you need in your classroom and what you're willing to put the time in to implement. And I think that's okay. And I think people need to realize that, that you can't do it all all at once. And I mean, I have, what is the expression? Andrea says, you got to start slow to go fast. Yeah. Yeah. Really? You really do. And I mean, I'm the same way. I've got to have it good before I can go on to the next Mm -hmm. part. Otherwise it's too stressful for me. So, you know, we've talked about some of the things that have been out there for maybe a long time, like scoreboard and, and things like that. And some things that are fairly recent, um, maybe have been out for the last year, maybe year and a half, like uh, Cherry Dice and Fiverr. But let's talk a little bit about some of the new stuff coaches putting out there. So can, you know, can you tell us anything about some of this new stuff? We've, we've got some podcasts out there, but 
but tell us about it. Coach has kind of come up with this teacher self-care a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Teachers that with beloved rascals, having that self-care. And it's really kind of opened up my mind to how I thought about things in the classroom. I gave him a hard time on one that he did. I wish he would have thought of it before I retired instead of after I retired, but he's got a lot of really good points. And we often talk about changing your mindset. Mm -hmm. And I always hear that word. I'm like, yeah, but how do I do that? How do I change that mindset? Mm -hmm. And he's kind of going through this process of, you know, identifying these red thoughts that we have and what we can do to change that mindset to those green thoughts. And it's been kind of eye-opening for me. I don't know about you, Laura, but it's been opening for me. And I feel like even though I'm not in the classroom, I can apply it to my life. And I appreciate that. That's what I was going to say. I really feel like these are things you can apply not only in the classroom, but outside of the classroom. Mm -hmm. And like we still have quite a few podcasts that we're going to be doing with them, but what are the okay. ones we've we've already talked about? Can you rattle those off? Oh, girl, you're testing this old brain of mine. Uh, <laughs> well, we kind of had a big beginner episode, our part one, and then he got into the red thoughts, and then yeah. I think is it darker red thoughts or deeper yeah, red? I thoughts? I think the dark red it? thoughts, and then the red thoughts, because the dark red thoughts, I think are like the really, really like you're almost spiraling like it's bad. I don't know. And then we've got our green thoughts and then we've got our golden thoughts. Yeah. yeah. He's got several more on our schedule to um, push out once we get them down that you can upload. So, but there are some out. So go check those out yeah, because sure. I was, there was one that just, I can't even remember, Laura, which one it was. If it was green thoughts, it just kind of, or the darker red thoughts, it just kind of blew my mind a little mm-hmm. bit. I was like, wow. Okay. So I, I feel like from what I remember having that conversation, I feel like the green thoughts were like that really, there was a lot of really good information in there that really hit home with you. Yeah. I think just, it was just kind of about the, the wisdom trees and Mm-hmm. You know, just a lot of that kind of stuff. So it's, yeah. it's really good. I'm looking forward to the ones that we've got scheduled with coach mm-hmm. coming up. So um, you've been uploading these each week, right? Yep. Each week. And, uh, you know, so we'll get started. I think we'll upload. Uh, we're supposed to record with him tomorrow. And so we'll get those uploaded just right away. And we'll keep doing them weekly until until we're done. I mean, until coach is like, yeah, until he's he says we're done, we're going to keep going. And then we'll continue also with the the guests that we've had on. Yes. We've had a couple of guests on kind of sharing with us the story of Holbrook teaching and how they've kind of approached things in their classroom and how they all got started. So we'll continue those too. So don't forget to listen to those as well. And I think those are really important. Like, I mean, I feel like our listeners are getting a lot out of that because they're realizing, you know, it's, it's like so many things in life. If you think about it, Rhonda, you know, when you're going through some struggles, you feel like you're the only one mm-hmm. that, you know, it's because it, we always put what's, we always put our best self on Facebook, right? You know, sure. like I loved, I, I think it was, last year or the year before when you're in your classroom and it was like the beginning of the year and you put, you put a video out there and it wasn't everybody doing it perfectly. 
And mm-hmm. I was like, that's what we need a little bit more of because mm-hmm. people like me who tend to be perfectionists go, well, my classroom doesn't look like, like it doesn't look like that perfect classroom that I'm seeing. Right. And so I'm just, you know, I, I get defeated and don't want to try. And so I think, I think having these guests on, it's really good because I think a lot of them have, have been very vulnerable to share that it hadn't always been easy for them. And it's not supposed to be, you know what I mean? I mean, there are so many things. I mean, I would never go back to doing teaching the way I did prior to whole brain teaching. Absolutely not. No way. But, but anytime you start something new, it's going to take some time and that's okay. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree so much. So yeah. what are you most looking forward to within whole brain teaching as we embark on this new year of 2023? Oh gosh. I think I was, we were just talking before we got, uh, before I hit record and it was like, you know, this is the first time in a really, really long time, Rhonda, that I am not dreading going back into the classroom after winter break. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and I don't, you know, I think that's because I'm being incredibly intentional. Like we already talked about with color writing and looking at my students and and giving them what they need, not throwing everything like at them at once and expecting them to get it. Um, but really being intentional about how I'm teaching these things and stopping and going back if I have to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I'm really like, that's, I'm looking forward to that in 2023, as far as whole brain teaching, I, you know, when the new school year starts, which I know, you know, we don't want to think about that. We just want to think about where we are right now, but right. even next year, it's like, okay, well, now that I have color writing and Fiverr under my belt, and I feel really comfortable with those things, you know, really sitting down and going, okay, what, what do I want to implement next year, you know, mm-hmm. and do that well. Um, so I think that's, you know, I, like you said, there are so many things out there, which is the beauty of whole brain teaching, but it can also be daunting. Mm-hmm. And so just taking that time to go, here's what I want to do and do really well. Um, I am looking forward to that. I mean, what about you? I know you're not in the classroom, but you know, you are on our Facebook pages and Instagram, a lot. And I see you out there helping teachers. What, what are I some of your help as much as I should, but, um, I don't know. I would just say I would probably focus in. I'm kind of on the the backside or the backstage of this now, instead mm-hmm. of being front and center. So continuing with this podcast of uh, something that I truly enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as you know, you and I were transcribing um, the yeah. coach's podcast. So he has this information for a, maybe a possible book. I think he mentioned something about the summer sessions, you know, including that. So I'm, I'm thankful to be a part of that. Yeah. And I always, I'm still doing bronze certification and I like seeing that, you know, people are continuing to do that certification. Yeah. So, and I think just gathering more information from coach, especially on this self-care stuff to help me personally too. Yeah. kind of being selfish a little bit, but yeah. just kind of, I'm kind of looking forward to that in hopes that it helps me. So yeah. And I don't think there's anything selfish about that. I think you have to, you know, I think as teachers, we, we put ourselves out there so much and try to make, you know, 
as just especially these days, I feel like, you know, with, with all the social emotional needs of our students, we do, we wear a lot of hats. And so to take a step back and do some of that self-care, I think it's important because you can't give what you don't have. So, you know, we worry so much about the social emotional of the children and the students in our classroom that I think sometimes the teachers, they need to, they need to be thought of too socially and emotionally. And I don't think we do, you know, I've had, you know, parents upset with me, you know, and things like that. And you just really get down on yourself and, you know, you feel like you're trying to do your very best and it's still not good enough. And so, you know, it kind of messes your mind a little bit. So with these green thoughts, I think that, I mean, that will definitely be a benefit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you had mentioned the podcast. Um, So, what are your hopes for the podcast? Cause we were just talking again before we got on before we, we do a lot of talking before we hit record, just so our <laughs> listeners know, <laughs> but um, I mean, you know, we're in July, it'll be starting year three. It is mm-hmm. crazy to think about that, but like, you know, do you have any hopes or thoughts about the podcast? We hope our numbers keep increasing yeah. and our downloads and stuff um, increase. I mean, we were kind of stressing out. We weren't sure where our podcasts were going to go. And then voila, coach came up with this self-care thing. And so that's um, got us going again. So um, I just hope that our numbers go up because that way I feel like when they do and our numbers continue to grow, that we're doing something that teachers need and want. Right. So that, right. And that, you know, as long as we're doing that, I want to keep doing this as much as possible. So how about you? Yeah, I I would agree with that. You know, um, it's, it's funny because we've, we've talked a lot about, you know, how there's so much to whole brain teaching. And, but I also think, well, you know, with, with coach always thinking, of new and exciting things, you know, for her, for, for, excuse me, whole brain teaching. Um, you know, that's the nice thing is that we can have lots of podcast content. Um, but the thing I love about podcasts too, is that, um, you can always go back, right. And at the beginning of every school year, if you're like, okay, wait, I want to think again about super improver and what that's going to look like in my classroom. You know, you can go back and listen to those, those podcasts. Um, I will say, you know, when we started two and a half years ago, I mean, I had no idea, but I'm so excited that, and I'm excited. And, and I know this sounds like hokey, whatever, you know, take it for what it's worth, but I am like, if our listeners don't know, like Rhonda and I have been just each other's support uh, in whole brain teaching since we start. Like, I don't even remember Rhonda, how we, Nancy Stoltenberg put us together. And I really don't remember the whole. I think coach wanted us to do, try some things out. Okay. And he wanted us to compete against each other. And I didn't like that. Oh. And I want that pressure. Right. And so I said, how about if we work together instead of against each other? So I love that. And then I think from there on, we were just like sisters. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, as, as, as sappy as it may sound, like, I just hope that this continues because I just, I love what we have together. I love that we're able to, you know, that, that was our whole 
you know, passion in starting this. And I think that continues to be the driving force is that we really want to, we really want to help teachers. We know, we know what it's like to go, I have nothing left. I have nothing left to give. And like, we, I think we've both shared or you for sure have shared, like you were on the verge of saying maybe teaching isn't for me. And we know what a, what a kind of a lonely, maybe even dark place that can be. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, we want to be able to, you know, give, give teachers information on something that could and will transform their classrooms. We have always said, you know, our passion was, you know, to help teachers learn more about this wonderful whole brain teaching and to share it with as many people and to help teachers along the way. And I think, like you've said before, to be transparent, Mm -hmm. we're not these perfect teachers. It didn't always work out. Some years it went better than other years with whole brain teaching. So, you know, keeping it real, being transparent, sharing as much information that we can with these teachers for them to be successful. I mean, I just, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Well, Rhonda, this has been such a fun conversation. I feel like I say that every time, but I truly mean it. Like, I just love it when you and I can get together and we can take a step back and we can reflect on just how our last year has been. And I do want to put this out there that, you know, last year, 2022, Mm -hmm. me personally, started out pretty rough with, you know, my husband having a stroke and I know that like the podcast got, you know, kind of put on the back burner. And I know it while we were in hospitals and rehabs and stuff like that, you, you were so good, you know, we would put out our favorite episodes. And so again, um, but despite it all, like we're still here. And so the fact that we can sit here in 2023 at the very beginning of the year and reflect again on just, you know, um, the, the joy of this podcast is so much, so much fun. And we, you know, and because of that, we, we also want to thank our listeners. We want to thank you so much for joining us today. Um, We want to encourage you um, in any way that we can. One way we can encourage you is by going back and listening to past episodes when you need that to fill your cup, I guess, so to speak, but also Mm -hmm. check out our whole brain teaching website, www.wholebrainteaching.com for information on whole brain teaching. Um, there it's just such a great resource, but also check out whole brain teaching official store, um, for free whole brain teaching resources. And, you know, we want to stress free. (laughs) So yeah. Yeah. And that's another beauty of whole brain teaching to say as well. So Lori, it's always so great to talk to you. Love this conversation. And we are thankful for our listeners for joining in on this conversation. It's not, um, it's just two friends chatting today. So um, new new podcast will be coming out soon, but I hope you join us on this one as well, but please continue to share the podcast with teachers in your life. And of course, those administrators, we are incredibly thankful for each of you. You are why we do what we do until next time. Bye-bye.